0: it up ladies and gentlemen that right there was tides by skies of avalon that was really great guys thanks yeah absolutely thank you guys for coming into the rooster studio today doing the show with us uh so we have skies of avalon but who are skies of avalon (laughs) we've got uh we've got christian we got jacob we got steven and we don't have johnny (coughs)
1: <coughs> yeah, Johnny couldn't make it tonight, unfortunately, but you got three out of four.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> Why don't you guys tell our audience
0: who you are, what you do in the band?
1: All right. I'm Christian, uh, sometimes known as CJ, bass, guitar, uh, lead vocals. I'm Jacob, and I play drums.
2: Steven, I uh, play keyboards, mostly. Uh, I also play some guitar and vocals.
0: Right on, man. So you guys are, you guys are pretty... I mean, you—you especially—you're pretty diverse. I mean, you're playing keys, guitar, and doing some vocals.
1: Sometimes at the same time.
0: Sometimes at the same time. I have slow down, Kenny Lee. (laughs) Yeah,
1: geez, I have seen him do all three at the same time. I am a witness. I can tell you, he can do all three at the same
0: time. That's an amazing feat, man. I mean, Christian's
3: actually a familiar face. We should probably, well, familiar voice. (laughs) We're doing video now. We weren't yep. doing video before. <laughs> yeah. But christian has been on the show before, a friend of the show. Thank you for coming back, Christian. Oh,
1: absolutely, man. It's
0: always yeah. a pleasure. I've back. been
3: excited about this for a while. <clears throat> yeah. These guys have an interesting story. Skies of Avalon is is kind of a new thing.
0: Right? It
1: is. It's uh kind of the, it's kind of a combination of, um, the band Twenty Eight Pages and polenium uh, We combined both bands together at the. <clears throat> Basically, at the end of the year, towards the last quarter of last year, uh, when we recorded Tides and put it out and uh, combined both bands together. Um, afterwards, we kind of let one member go in the process and we ended up with um, me and Jacob and Steven and Johnny Thorne on lead guitar.
0: Wow, that's great, man. So, yes. What,
3: what, what? brought about the change and wanting to combine the two bands like was it was it personal stuff or was it like this need these two sounds need to merge like what 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 was the inspiration to create a, a new band out of the two bands you had and then you know uh, uh,
0: the two bands had a baby yeah right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> more or less yes yeah. um, uh, they kind of did um for me, it was, you know, I had Pages, which was primarily... 28 Pages was primarily a a cover band. Um, we did some original stuff, but it was more of a cover band. Plenium was an uh, all-original project. I had all these song ideas um, that I wanted to get out there. And we were trucking along with Plenium at a certain pace, but it really wasn't a fast enough pace that I would have liked. And it wasn't anybody's fault. It was just life in general the way it was happening and i was like well what if there's a way i can combine both projects together and um kind of get the best of both worlds and i knew that i knew that Stephen and jacob uh well, jacob was also in plenium and pages and Stephen was in pages with me so i knew Stephen kind of liked the same kind of original pathway that i was going with plenium i figured he would be on board with it and kind of came to them and presented it, you know, and they jumped on board and we kind of just, you know, merged. Well, the other
2: thing too is that 28 Pages started playing more music that was in line with with what you're getting more into the progressive rock kind of sound. We started off being like a 60s, 70s, and 80s kind of cover band.
0: You know, know, and it's funny that you say that because even now hearing the song that we just heard, Tides, kind of gives me a... In a way, like a Black Sabbath kind of vibe. Yep. I don't know if anybody else gets yeah. that, but it kind of gives me that kind of.
2: So there are some intentional throwback kind of sounds in that. I mean, just like the keyboard sounds that I went for, they're 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 very '80s esque kind of yeah uh, keyboard sounds that you'd hear like in a in a, a Europe song or something. They're just kind of you know trying to we we like to take things in kind of like take all the different styles from all the generations and just kind of just slam them together and see what happens. So. We've done some versions of some songs that, you know, started off being like a 60s uh, um, protest song. Yeah. And, and then it turned around and started sounding like, uh, like, uh, like a Hanson song. I mean, we just yeah. kind of like just mashed all this <laughs> stuff up.
0: Yeah, dude.
2: <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your, your history, Steve. Like, you know,
3: what, what, who influenced you growing up? How'd you get into music? That kind of thing. And then, and Jacob, same thing for you. You know, how, how did you become the artist that you are?
2: Yeah, I I started, my family's always been musical. Um, My dad is an organist. Um, My mom played piano. Um, My sister played piano, flute. Um, I picked up the guitar about eight, I guess, and uh, started doing piano lessons around uh, the time I was ten. Uh, which I liked, but, you know, the classical piano is really boring for a 10-year-old
0: boy. It's hard.
2: It, it is, it's kind of hard, and it's just, you know, stylistically, I like I liked hearing the more rockin' kind of songs anyway. Um, when I was 12, I picked up the trumpet and actually played trumpet all the way through school. Oh, so nice. I got my music education playing the trumpet mostly. Um, went to college. I went to Furman University and uh, got a Bachelor of Arts in music degree and... Um, while I was there, I kind of got back into playing piano and actually took some classical lessons there. I enjoyed it. Um, and, but my main instrument was trumpet all, the, all that time. and which is kind You of ever how break Kristen it out every me. now and then for a song? Like? Uh, well, that was the goal. That really was the goal was to, to, when Kristen found me through Facebook, it was because I had played at my niece's wedding. And there's a picture of me standing there with a trumpet. And he gets on there, and says, hey, you play, and you know, trying to get me in, because constant you know, mining, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, you know, the first first rehearsals we had, I had the trumpet with me and I had the keyboard with me, and kind of decided, eh, maybe the trumpet's not right for this group, but um, it's always in the background of if we do something more park rock, you know, do we break it
0: out? And, it's in your back pocket.
2: It is in the back yeah. pocket. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, you ever decide to write a ska song? Yeah, it's possible. True. Anything's possible, really. I did play a couple of studio projects back in college on the trumpet, so it's it's kind of fun to do that. It's really weird hearing yourself play trumpet with yourself, like when you're layering trumpet parts Mm. on top and you go, okay, that sounds really weird playing all the parts myself. It's kind of fun. Um,
0: (laughs) Would you say that you're a trumpet for hire, so if anybody does need some serious trumpet...
2: Oh, that's what I was going to get to. He just happened upon this. I'm not saying it's not possible, but um, my son and my daughter both played trumpet when they were going through school. Oh, and, so you guys and, have a horn section. Well, no, they took my trumpet.
4: The <laughs> <day>. oh, <laughs> oh, wow. So I got to get it back first. <laughs> nice. Jacob, what about I you?
5: Well,
4: I started playing drums. Oh, good Lord. I think it was about six. My dad was a drummer in church. He played around a lot, and uh, he never. You're really... like the
3: millionth drummer, or you're the millionth artist that started in church on this yeah. show. Yeah, almost yeah. everyone that's been uh, on
4: the show started in church. I played in church a lot when I was older. Where but... in the Bible Belt? And the Bible Belt no, that's right. where we are. That's right.
3: Did you have the 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 little part, the clear part? No, we had electric ready?
4: drums. Oh, yeah, they were Fancy. that advanced at the time. Was I played it in at church. A, no, I can't remember the name of the church. But right. I, I'm being silly. No, I got I got your joke though. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of them gemstone churches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my dad, anyway, he he never really taught me to play, so I kind of learned. And I was in marching band too. Dude, that's messed up. Your yeah, daddy, he's like I'm you a dad's drummer. A
3: talented drummer. You, were you like, Daddy,
4: teach me? And he was like, no. like no, no, <laughs> no, I never. Bring my bear. bear. <laughs> I never asked for a license because at the time I wanted to play sports, okay. and um, it just didn't work out. I wasn't cut out for the sports. You or... wanted to rock, man. Yeah, <laughs> after and then when I got you know into playing and realized, okay, you get a couple and, of shots
3: swatted away, you're like, oh screw this. Yeah, oh yeah.
4: <laughs> it's funny because I actually hated uh, marching band and and doing band, but uh, it kind of taught me how to play better on the drums. In general, yeah. So it's kind of funny how that works. Looking back, it's
0: called education. Yeah. Well, no, nah, dude. <laughs> same thing, man. My band teacher in high school hated me. Yeah, same. Because I just wanted to <laughs> jam on stuff, and they were like, "No, you got to hit these fucking trill. Yeah. Tr- you got to do the- You got to read the music." I don't still, I still don't know how to read music, and I I wish that I could, but I I can't.
4: Well, that's what it taught me is to be patient too, because, I mean, there were sometimes I'd have to wait like 10 minutes to just hit a triangle. Who's the better drummer, John Bonham
3: or Neil Peart?
4: Oh, Lord. <laughs> mm. I hate you. <laughs> that's a tough right one. Words. <laughs> uh, I think. Bonham. Well, it's hard to compare because completely different music. Led Zeppelin has, in my opinion, some prog elements. But to me, John's more about groove, a feel. Neil is too, but he's more experimental to me. He he uses like, well, you've got bongos. He uses like different, he uses electronic drums. He uses, John Bonham never really experimented like that. I know he had a tambourine at one point, I think. Well, John
3: Bonham was the equivalent of a lead guitar player playing drums. Yeah. He could take over a song. Yeah. Whereas Neil Peart is a technician.
4: Yeah, yes. they're different. St- that's what I mean. They're different types. So, as far as talent goes, I I, I think they're pretty equal. To be honest, yeah. For I sure. mean, I can't I can't pick one. So, I, so I, how, I, how many lyrics did Bottom write? That's true. Neil Peart know. was a yeah. the lyricist too. But as far as like <laughs> drumming, like coming up with parts, in my opinion, I would say Neil Peart. I thought he was more creative.
0: I think that on the drums. Bottom uh, paved the way for that double bass stuff on Good Times Bad Times.
4: Yeah, agreed. Well, yeah. he he did single foot, and you know everyone was. I remember watching a documentary of him, and everyone thought he used a double bass, but it was just one he foot. Was just, and everyone kind of wanted to go, and then metal rock got heavier, and then bands use double bass and then that was the cool thing but Neil Peart used double bass a lot of people don't know that I actually got an argument with someone <laughs> like, he didn't use double bass I'm like yes he did you, you watch on the videos his little ballerina shoes you know <laughs> uh,
0: so I, I take it that Rush is a big inspiration for Skies of Avalon
4: uh, yeah, yeah pretty much Yeah. and yeah. what's funny is I used to hate Rush uh, growing up. What? <gasps> I did. I, I used to some I pearls over here. I couldn't How stand dare you? them. I just, <laughs> I, there's something about the, I think Getty Lee's voice kind of turned to, me you off. You have to get past the voice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I liked the drums and I was like, okay, and then I had a friend who just showed me some of their non-popular stuff. Well, to me it's not as popular as Tom Sawyer, but Lavia and you know uh, uh trees and stuff and i was like okay that's different than
3: yeah
4: the hits closer to the heart closer to the heart and all that uh, yeah i think it depends I still maintain how sp- you go into it I
3: still maintain spirit of the radio is one of the best rock songs I've ever read agreed oh, yeah.
4: yes i actually want to drum quote drum that song
3: yeah. on the wall in the side of the rooster i'm not going to give it away you'll just see it when we get open but there's a there's a line in that song. I know which one you're talking yes, about. Yes, you here. do. I know you do. Mm. I mean, yes. Reading on the
2: studio wall. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. That's awesome. Well, but are you going to spell it correctly?
5: Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I'm <Exactly>. from Gastonia. <laughs>
1: Lord. Well,
0: since we're giving out geographical stuff, saying that you're from Gastonia, where is Skies of Avalon from?
1: Well, I guess our home base is Hendersonville, North you Carolina. Should have, you should have
3: said
2: Jupiter.
1: Yeah. Jupiter.
3: Could have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry.
2: I didn't mean to step on your dick. Gloucester, tour. <laughs> That's right. There you go.
0: So Hender, Hendersonville.
4: Yeah, pretty
2: much. Yeah. Say.
0: Yeah. Um, Tell us about Hendersonville. In the scene. Yeah, in the scene.
1: Well, the scene is... Um, Lots of breweries. Right, lots of breweries. Yes. It's it's becoming um, much like Little Asheville. Yeah, is, just is it a hipster y- like haven? Not yet. Not yet. No, not yet. yet. Not yet. Not I think it's going to be a while yeah. before that. But yeah. um, Brevard and Hendersonville are slowly uh, starting to become, you know, like Asheville uh, as far as the, those types of venues you know being installed in the city and stuff so but um it's taken a while for it to turn around like that you still got your couple of you know your regular bars you know in town
3: a lot of old money in Houston,
1: mm-hmm. yep
3: a lot of old money
0: it's kind of like how it's kind of like how the Belmont Gaston area is kind of turning into Charlotte you know a little bit yeah especially Belmont there's tons more to do in Belmont now uh, than there ever has been, and some of that's coming into Gastonia now with the, um, the with, with the rooster mm-hmm. and with the ballpark downtown, all that Brewery. good stuff, breweries. Um, how do you guys feel about a venue here in in Gastonia?
1: Oh, we're all about it. Uh, from the first day I met Mike and you guys, I was like, and you told me what you were going to be doing or trying to do. I was like, well. You know, whatever, you know we're there. Um,
3: in, in Hendersonville, are there any like venues that are like
2: really fun to play, yeah. or are you kind of yeah
1: like still a favorite
2: breweries all the time?
0: Well, the breweries are the venues yeah, the for bre- the most yeah. part. Yeah,
2: they're they're brew pubs, and and several of them have nice stage setups. Where and some of them, well, most of the time we have to run our own sound for shows. But uh, but there's, there's that's quite a, a challenge.
3: Few that, but a lot of people don't realize the, the breweries. Well, I I gotta say I love that breweries kind of picked up the torch during COVID. And I, what, breweries were one of the first places that people could go play and see live music.
5: Mm-hmm. We never know, stopped
3: playing. And, and, and it's, it's a challenge because most breweries, you're already spending an effload load of money you know, setting up a brewery. The last thing you're looking to spend money on is creating a space that's conducive to good sound. Yeah. Like, that's true so it's always right. a challenge like, like I, I'm not trying to knock breweries I, what I'm, I'm tipping my hat that they've been able to pull it off you've got some great sound guys out there in this area that have managed to pull it off in in, in brewery spaces because you're talking you know four brick walls mm-hmm. yeah you know what's what's the worst possible thing you can think of for all these sounds <clears throat> shooting out into a crowd Well the worst possible Just,
2: thing you know. is is to be set up on the end of the bar. And be playing toward the longest part of the bar. Yeah. The places where we set up on the on the the widest wall, playing to the shortest distance, those tend to sound the best. And and,
3: and that's what you have to do in a in a brick space. Because mm. yeah. there's no there's no wood or, or anything else to absorb or bounce the sound off. So so I'm being so technical. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. That's okay. I apologize to everyone <laughs> had listening. Had to <laughs> that's a ridiculous it. thing to bring up. But, but my point <laughs> is is that, is that breweries kind of picked pick things up and, yeah. and, and gave this outlet, mm-hmm. and I think it's wonderful that, that people have been able to make it work. And I'm, I, I was actually surprised when you said that the breweries are you know, the, the favorite place to play in Andersonville because yeah. they're typically the most difficult
2: sound-wise. Yeah, and some of them have outdoor areas to play. Well, that's are, always great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're great, but they can present another challenge. You know, are, are we loud enough? You know, You're trying to cover down the field and people are standing at the bar way in the back and you're like, okay, how much more can we push this PA system? So, right. It has its own challenge.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. The scene has improved a lot in the Hendersonville area. Um, I think over the years there's still, there still hasn't been that one ultimate awesome venue that surfaced yet though. Um, maybe, maybe a few years down the road, you know, we might get it. Um, but um we we are very appreciative of all the breweries that we do get to play and the, and the the bars and stuff. Um we are trying to venture out outside of that radius and play, you know, out of town, out of state, you know, as much as we can this coming year. Um with the we're not even we're not really scheduled to play out until April as Skies of Avalon, so that's going to kind of kick off, you know, the Live shows for us this year. Uh,
3: it's gonna be a renaissance this summer. I'm predicting yeah. it now. Let's go. So. You're right. Uh, I mean, people I mean, are I mean. so fucking sick of of all this COVID stuff. Yeah. Th- this 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 summer, it's gonna get wild. It's yeah. gonna get wild.
0: And we're I'm we're saying. hopefully gonna be opening our doors for the wildness you know, uh, and, and, and for potentially skies of Avalon, you know, if we do get open, I would definitely love to have you guys come play at the, Uh, we'd,
1: we'd love to come down and play. I, I told Mike from the get go, uh, You're not going to be short on bands knocking down
0: your door to play there. Yeah, Yeah. that's
3: true. I mean, we we already have a long list, and I know that that list that we have is only a fraction of the talent that we have out here. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, because in in this area and surrounding areas like Hendersonville, Asheville even, and beyond that, there's just so much talent. But uh, you guys just deserve a platform where you can be, where we can elevate your art, you know?
3: Speaking of your art, Right, so so last time we talked, last time you're here, we talked a little bit about how you guys had had a theme going. You 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 were telling a story mm-hmm. with with one of the previous bands.
0: That's right. It was like a theat a the, uh, theater know, you rock Avalon, almost.
3: You, know, you, you, you shot some videos. You, is Skies of Avalon still picking up that torch? Or are you going to continue to tell these stories? And if so, what story are we telling right now? Uh,
1: we are picking up that torch and. Uh, continuing with some of that material, or actually all of that material, um, they're keeping
3: those songs. We're
1: keeping those songs. Um, we're uh, planning an album this year.
0: Um, good.
1: We've because uh, I
0: want I, you guys left me wanting more. Well, that's good. On the Spotify, we did our job. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but we've uh, been um, been lucky enough to be introduced to. Uh, Mr. Dave Fowler, who is out in Nashville, and shout out to
0: Dave Fowler. Yes. yes, yes, Dave.
1: He's on. We should have tagged him on Instagram too. Ah, we'll do. Ah. it
0: We'll get it. Um, but <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, but Dave. Dave is going to record us and uh, produce our album for us. Um, That's happening this
0: summer. Yeah, in Nashville. Oh, yeah, in good. Nashville,
1: in Nashville. Uh, we, tentatively in June. It might be maybe after that, but tentatively in June. It's my birthday month. There you go. Yeah. Um, but he's, um, he's. Are you inviting yourself to Nashville?
0: I kind of am. Yeah, come on, man! Come on! You know, I'll roadie, I'll do roadie stuff, man. I'll carry you. You can drums. set up my drums for me. <laughs> That's you. what
1: I'm saying, man.
0: Um, be the drum goblin.
1: Dave is. Um, Dave is related to Jacob. He's actually. Oh, cool! Oh. Nice, nice.
3: Um, he probably shouldn't have said that on open air. <laughs> Every pin.
1: Yeah, every band have, now is gonna until
0: be we like, out
3: to Jacob, <laughs> "Hey man, I got some studio time." We're trying to get to <laughs> Nashville, bro. Get to Nashville.
1: Dave uh, currently plays bass for the Artemis Pile band, and they oh, just nice. they just had a, a big show a couple of weeks ago at the ISIS Music Hall in Nashville, and um, so we're we're lucky to uh, you know be uh, with the opportunity to be working with him, and uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an experience for all of us to go out there and do this. Uh, We've set aside like three days.
3: Are you tight enough? Like, are you ready for that?
1: No, we're, we're, we've are we just, well, actually, we had planned to start woodshedding about two weeks ago, woodshedding the songs. We have nine songs picked out for the album, Um, one of them being a pretty famous cover song that we got the rights to. Not going to (laughs) mention. That we won't mention. I'll tell you off. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you off, off camera, but... um, it's a, a big it's
2: surprise for our fans who have heard us play it. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll really yeah. like
3: it. Is it Spirit of the Radio? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: That's on the next album. <laughs> That's on the part two. Man. Um, but this album is going to have um, something on it for everyone. Oh, I think um, it's still going to be within the semi-progressive rock, you know, genre that we kind of, you know, put ourselves in. But I think every song on there is going to have something for everybody on it. And that, that's what's most important to me. And I think the guys too, especially with a debut album, because you really want to, you know, have such a broad audience, you know, to grab that first time out. Um, yeah. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to that. And I don't know if you guys have anything to add on that or we ha- Oh, we have a GoFundMe. Uh, to fund the album. Tell <laughs> yes. him. Yeah, yeah it's the GoFundMe. It's, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, which is uh, at Skies of Avalon Official, you'll find us on Facebook. The GoFundMe uh, link is actually pinned to the top of our page, and folks can do a uh, minimum $15 donation, and they're going to get uh, a free free copy of the CD and some swag. And we're just, uh, and the more you donate, it's possible you might get more, more stuff from us.
0: Hey, definitely um, so do, do that.
2: Get.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> so uh, we can't do it. We can't do this alone. So we're, uh, we hoping we're hoping that we can draw some fans in early, before we get the album process going. Uh, you know, to invest
0: in that. Um, you got to get in on this, guys. Yeah, you know? I mean, give these guys some fuel money to get to <laughs> Show n-
3: some Nashville.
0: Show them some yeah. love, man. If
4: you yeah. donate enough, you can be my
0: drum tech. Yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> Jacob, yeah, Jacob, start
4: tech. something I in mean,
1: there. Good, good grief, man. I'd do that. <laughs> but uh, we, I've never ventured into something like this before in a project. Um, but uh, we talked about it, and
3: the music's that good. It means that much to you. It's worth the effort. Exactly. And, I lo- and that's what I love to hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cody and I and Josh, you know, we, we've we been working our asses off trying to get this place open. We continue to do this show every week because we know, just like you know, that it doesn't happen if you don't provide something, you know, for mm-hmm. your audience. Exactly. And and I understand. Like, you're grinding right now. You are yeah. grinding hard. Yeah. You're asking people for help. And I hope that somebody listening reaches out and helps you guys out. Exactly. Because Lord knows it, it is tough, man. It it's, is tough to, to get ahead in, in the art world.
0: Yep. Yeah. You know? But not only that, but I think that, that if anybody deserves it, it's Skies of Avalon. Oh, thanks, know? Cody. appreciate because, it. Man. Because first of all, what a badass band name. <laughs> Did we mention <laughs> that yet? Skies of Avalon. Uh, that, it makes, can we can, talk can, about can, that? Can, yeah. we, can
1: we just yeah. take you on the road with us? Can you, uh, you can just introduce us every night. Skies, Skies of Avalon.
0: Of Avalon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Skies of Avalon. <laughs> can, just, can we
3: talk about the name a little bit though? Like, sure. Like, 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 give, give us the, the, the
0: download on the, um, the inspiration behind the name. Definitely medieval something.
1: Yeah, uh, well bringing in some of that material from Pelennium that skies of avalon has now adopted of you know the fantasy based uh storytelling over multiple songs um
3: so is avalon a fictitious place or are you referencing like, like tell, tell me what it, yeah where skies of avalon came from
0: um no way you guys drew that from a hat
1: what no, no. Well, it's <laughs> one of our songs too yeah it, yeah it is actually one of the plenium songs that we picked up yeah. um and I can go ahead and tell you that Skies of Avalon will be on the album. Um, the but song. What's that? The song. The song, yes. yes. Um, You're hiring stand-ins to <laughs> the music? Yeah. yeah. Not the song, but the, the stand-in band.
0: <laughs>
3: Cody's going to play all the parts.
2: Steve's um, playing trumpet. That's it. Yep.
0: That's right, dude. Um. <laughs>
2: So to be clear, there's a distinction:
0: song band. <laughs> yes. is well, it, is it going to be the name of the album too? It has to be, it right? Has to be.
3: It has to be. Yeah. The
0: album will be self-titled. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: the name of the band. It's the name of the song. You have to name this guy's kind of album.
0: Yeah. I mean, and if it's you did
3: so... I'd be like, dude, I would tell you right now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, well, you know, it's
0: funny.
1: Like, uh, you know, I've followed a lot of bands over the years, and some bands. Go with their first album self titled, and then some bands they just wait till like five or six albums in and then they do and a self titled they...
3: album. Some bands do it twice. I've told them you kill switch engage,
0: yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. there you go, yeah. Yeah. that's true. <laughs> kill switch engage, kill switch engage.
1: Uh, look, Dream Theater didn't do it till like what 10 albums in, yeah. I don't know, oh, I guess man. it's
3: time, yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> yeah,
1: um, <laughs> but uh, you guys want to jump in on that about the name pontificate
2: I, on the name
0: yeah
1: we had yeah. how many names did we have when we were deciding oh my gosh at least eight
0: what was the what was the mm-hmm. worst the idea yeah, I, what was, uh, yeah. I don't
1: know the worst the worst idea
4: oh lord well,
3: which is the one you hated the
4: most yeah oh oh lord ah I'd have to go back and like look at the list, like mm. the pits of
3: Avalon.
1: <laughs> the pits of the pits Avalon. What makes
0: me think of armpits, man? Dungeon Thunder. Yeah, um,
1: it is. It is a direct reference to the Arthurian legend, but I think Avalon can mean many different things to the individual. You yeah, know, a place of paradise, a place
0: of peace. Man. Yeah, that's what I was going. Um, it sounds it,
1: wonderful. Well, it well to me
4: means Paradise Island. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's oh, translation, that right. yeah.
0: Well, I had it all wrong, man. I was thinking like a medieval castle, like, and it's it like hand in its, like... It
4: kind of goes
2: hand-in-hand with the King Arthur legend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the Avalon in the King Arthur legend was this was this island yeah. surrounded by water, and, you know, the, a lot of the Arthurian legend stuff yeah. revolves around that. Yeah. And the real area where it supposedly is, the water has receded, and now it's just a mountain. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Um, well, what happened to Avalon? Yeah. And it, it's that question of what happened to Avalon mm-hmm. that kind of uh, shapes some of the ideas that we've got.
0: Dude, that's awesome.
2: That's what I was with.
0: Yeah, like, like, I mean, like 21 this whole
1: conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, we had we had some names with, like, fate in them, I think, uh, didn't fate we? Fate of
2: Avalon, Avalon's Fate. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and we just kind of, the vote was Skies. The Skies oh, yeah. of Avalon
2: song had already been written. Right. Yeah, so we played like, that. We played um, it through a couple times. It's a good song. It could be a good band name, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it kind of got thrown in the hat with all the other names and won out.
0: It, yeah. it, it is, man. When I, like Without seeing you guys, I would think to myself, if I heard your band and I know that your name is Skies of Avalon, I would think that when you guys come out on stage, you got like friggin' battle axes and like war paint. <laughs>
2: <laughs> kind of like wearing the Rick wakeman cape on it oh definitely it, right? <laughs> yeah. it definitely
3: has like a fantasy connotation yeah. to it yeah and and, and that's and i, I gotta say <clears throat> it, it fits perfect because you write these epic you know songs that are telling stories yeah. like these mm-hmm. you know it's it's i mean it's 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 like fiction right like it's a it's almost like a euthanism for fiction. Yeah. The Skies of Avalon, you know? Yeah. Like, that's not a real place, but it's something you want to know about, It's Like, right? those, like I want to read that book.
5: It's like, yeah. I want to hear
0: that song. It's yeah. like those 17 yeah. books that George R.R. R. Martin wrote. Yeah. It's like yeah. that, but uh, in a band. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
3: That's <laughs> probably the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, it yeah. makes sense because that's what we're all kind of into anyway. Yeah, It's like... uh Mystical science fiction, Game
0: of Thrones
4: stuff like that, yeah. superheroes, whatever. We're all kind of into that world anyway. So. Yeah,
1: we've got a couple of um, concept lines, you know, across multiple songs that we're hopefully going to finish one day. Um, but the album is going to encompass um, probably three or four of those songs uh, that we picked up from Polenium
3: different storylines or
1: different storylines okay um, but like the first part in those stories and we're gonna feature on this first album
3: now, are these four stories gonna converge at some point or I mean, are they, they separate anything's possible
1: Any- anything's possible actually <laughs> actually um, Tides um, this is just from me as a writer writing the two songs but Tides actually has a this, another song that it's like it's it's day to its night, if you will, or it's yin and yang, or whatever. Um, that's going to go on the album, and that song's called "Platinum Skies." Well, it's, actually, it's, actually, called recession. it's actually the yeah, other. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the other side of it's the different perspective of the topic that we talk about in Tides. Okay.
0: You yeah. you know what I would love to see from you guys, a a comic book series that goes along with the the storyline. I would love to see it.
1: I That's a great idea. And actually, I have thought about that too. Um, actually, I started actually putting a lot of these stories, or these the song ideas into story form. Um, I've actually already started um, part two of an entire storyline that starts really with Plenium's song, Second Sun Eclipse, The Order, mm-hmm. which... Skies will adopt eventually. We haven't adopted it yet, you know, and have our own version of it yet, but we will.
2: Paperwork's still in order.
1: Yeah. God, but okay. God, the papers yeah. aren't signed yet. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> waiting <laughs> on the court date. <laughs> but we're we're gonna adopt all that material and um uh, you know, Skies is going to put its own take on that eventually, I hope anyway. Because 'Cause we've got <sighs> I mean, I was just looking the other day, and we've got we've, got, we've got a lot of ma- we've got a lot of material and waiting in the wings. We probably have. Good lord. We could probably go and record two albums now Woo-hoo! this year if we That's wanted good. to.
0: That's good. man. It's good to have that stuff in your pocket. Flexing. Because, yeah. Well. Flexing they, on them. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Two here's the thing. They just got to get it out mm-hmm. and on, mm-hmm. you know, on recorded. You know what I mean? Right. Just on the tape or. They don't yeah. do tape these days. On the some computer, people, yeah. yeah, some, some people. people.
1: do. But we're we're focusing on these nine for this first album. You know, we're not going to deviate from that. I don't think too much. We don't wanna right. no. You don't want to
0: oversaturate,
1: right? You don't want and you don't want to like spread yourself too thin across the material. You want to get those. You want to
0: hone the
3: songs that you have ready to go yeah. and make them as sharp and tight as possible, right? Yeah. And then this other, mm-hmm. you know. Chances are this other album you have waiting in the wings won't sound anything
2: like it does now when yeah. it's ready to record. And uh, yeah. That's true. And, and He brought up the point about uh, kind of seeing how things come together. One of the things that happened with 28 Pages was we would get a song, somebody would throw out a song idea, and then we'd just try to play it, like look up the chords and lyrics online and just play it, and not really care so much about what the original song sounded like. It's just what kind of take could we put on the, on the song. And we had several songs that kind of came out. They ended up being more almost hard rock, progressive rock sounding, even though they weren't. They didn't start off. The original didn't start off that way. So, it really getting everybody together and then playing through this stuff and then kind of seeing where it goes. Yeah, we may change something Did, in there by accident, and we decide to keep it. Now,
3: you said that Skies is going to do one cover on the album. When you do live shows, do you is you just play that one cover, or are there other songs that you like to play?
2: Well, with 28 pages, it was mostly covers. Right, right. right. Um, but with Skies, we haven't really figured out how much we're going to keep covering. and how. What's much your
3: we're favorite covering. song to cover?
2: That's the question I should have started. about. My with. favorite song to cover. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> out of all the stuff I've already done. I know my answer He's yeah, thinking, yeah. what's your favorite song to Comfortably
4: cover? Comfortably numb. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good I, I, I'm biased. I some fun. Either that or... Um, uh,
3: Already What's an that
4: song on, on that the keyboard? Yeah, you can't change your answer. I, that was my answer. Is yeah. that, was, that, was that was, the yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. That's what uh, I was thinking, too. I,
2: my, this is going to divide a bunch of people, but uh, R.E.O. Speedwagons, roll with the changes.
4: Again. Yeah! R.E.O. Oh, that's, 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 yeah, that's a good song. Yes, too. that's what
3: I'm listening to when this yeah. is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you said that. Yeah, Love that speed
4: is, speed a wagon. The What's your that is a fun one to play. That is a fun
1: way to play. Well, I've become quite fond of Bridge by Queensryche. Yeah, that's are you
3: saying there. that because I was singing Queensrÿch? No, the show. No, <laughs> no. Are you are you trying <laughs> no. to butter
2: me up for something?
4: Yeah, no, we've already
2: played it live twice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, nice.
0: That is great.
2: Queensrÿch is amazing. Yeah, that is yeah, a good. For band. I
0: actually, forgot about that one. Check out Right. Yeah. yeah it's yes. Like Young
4: Bucks. Very very good band. Amazing band.
3: Yes. Underrated. So I believe that band wasn't more famous.
4: Oh,
1: very underrated. Yeah. You know, the first time I saw them, I saw them open for Def Leppard in Charlotte, and I was like.
3: It's an odd combination. Yeah, it is. It's a very odd combination. Well,
1: I didn't know who they were, and I was like, "Who the hell are these guys? They suck." You know? I would have left, and then I would have left after
3: Queensryche if I saw them. <laughs> I, I I love Def Leppard, but they're so good.
1: But then later, I I I got the Operation Mindcrime album was you know loaned uh, to me, and I listened to it, and I was like, "Oh man, this the is the one that wrote she in, is, Man.' This is awesome."
4: Yeah, yeah, bridges. And, I forgot about bridges. That is a good song too.
1: Yeah, and Mind Crime and probably Metropolis. Scenes from Memory, uh, Dream Theater. Those are my two favorite concept albums. I think, you know, hands down.
0: Do you think that Sk- Skies would do a, a concept album? They are. Yeah.
1: Well, Sounds we, like they are. Well, we kind of. Are, Sounds I like guess, you're doing
3: like four concepts in one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we're uh, we're doing. You it. have so
3: much music to write. Yeah, you have so much work to do, Christian. I, I
1: know, and it's 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 going to be a long road. But I, I, these guys, um, I think we can do it. Um, they're dependable and they're loyal, and I think they want to get it done. And
3: that so. wasn't a shot, was it?
1: No, absolutely <laughs> not. I would. I mean, these I he just called us puppies. <laughs> no, I made a shot at someone
3: else. I'm stirring up the pot.
1: No, I no, no, stop. no. We should wrap it up. No, it's no, not. No. Um, but yeah, we're excited about it uh, for sure. And getting out there and starting to work with a lot of you know regional bands and local other local bands that I've made you know uh, friends with contacts with. Have you
3: have you found some love in the in the local and regional you know scene? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And,
1: oh yeah, definitely. You,
3: know, you want to shout anybody out?
1: Oh. Andrew Thelson for sure yeah Andrew Thelston band up in the our same area yes so um, if you need to uh, if you want to go see a good band go, go check They're him out good. especially his Led Zeppelin tribute that he does
0: I'm um, wearing a Led Zepp shirt today yeah, yeah they, are, they played cool. the other
1: night he's a great guy and um, one of the last Plenium shows we played we shared the stage with him and it was a lot of fun right on but yeah we would Skies would definitely play with play with him, his band again for sure Um so
3: there's a band from your area called Nova Omega, and I met uh, their lead singer. Nestor? Yeah. Yeah. I met, I met Nestor at the, yeah. Carolina, uh, or the Headbangers, Carolina Headbangers Ball. Last yeah, you song. told me about that. Yeah, Nestor. Shout out to Nestor, man. You yeah. are the man, dude. I can't wait to see you again. <laughs> uh,
1: Those guys uh, are awesome, too. Yeah, um, they were fantastic. Yeah. He gave makes... me their EP, and I
3: fucking love it, man. It's so good.
1: He actually sent me a. Uh, my birthday was last month. He actually sent me a happy birthday message on Facebook, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, cool, man! Thanks." <laughs> what? Well, well,
3: well, I really want to get him on the show. I'm talking to you, Nestor. I want to get you guys on the show because because Nestor and uh, we had um um uh, we had the the Carolina Headbangers yeah. on here a few yeah. weeks ago and, and yeah and we. We all share this same love for the local music scene and, and hard rock and heavy metal. And and I was talking to Nestor at the show. And we just had just a great conversation about the scene and stuff. And I really want to get on the show. But he, he's from your Nego Woods. Yep. And they're doing their thing. And it might be an opportunity there to do a, a show together. I mean, you guys aren't mm-hmm. that different.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, I'd love for us to do a show with Nova Omega. Um, that would be a great combo. Mm-hmm. I mean, because
3: they're kind of conceptual too. They're yeah, yeah. You know, they're a little heavier. You guys are more progressive. They're a little, they're more heavy, uh, but you both have these the same approach to music. Mm-hmm. You just have different sounds.
1: Yeah. Oh, it could work definitely, for sure. Um, and there's uh, probably a couple other bands down in Charlotte Way and the middle part of North Carolina. and you know, we could probably. I don't remember any names off the top of my head, but. You know, there's a lot of a lot of bands out there that we could and want to network with.
0: What, would you say even there's some bands out there that you'd want to collaborate with?
1: Mm, hmm, that's
4: a, that's a good question. That is a good question.
0: Hmm,
1: maybe ask me again after we get this album out. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that'll and, uh, be easier. But than yeah, one. that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, yeah. that's that definitely a, a possibility. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun, actually. Awesome. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, uh, so l- let our audience know where to find more Skies of Avalon. <laughs> uh, we're on
1: Facebook. Uh, it's at Skies of Avalon Official. And on Instagram, the same thing, at Skies of Avalon Official. Uh, this
4: is can, our banner, shirt, by the way. Yeah. This, <laughs> you can see
1: that. We're, uh, we're <laughs> also on Twitter. Uh, I think it's at Skies Avalon. And we're also on Bandcamp. Just look us up on there. Uh, that's where you can find Tides. And Tides is also available on all major digital platforms on the, on the planet. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, uh, uh, Pandora, you name it, it's on there. Um, and the new album will be as well. It'll, it'll be distributed you know, worldwide. So. And we'll have hard copies of it for sale at shows as well.
3: All right. Any words of wisdom to leave our audience with, fellas?
2: Rock on.
1: Yeah. Rock on and get ready for Skies. We're coming. That's right! (laughs)